Fangirl Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marin. Hi. Hi. We have a little like, something's going on with my voice. Ooh. Kind of into it. Kind of sexy. Hey. Hey, fangirls. Nope. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> sexy ruined, anymore. It. ruined it. Damn it. Um, how are you? I'm good. What are you fangirling over? Well, how are you? Oh, I'm also well. You, Thank you. Never Other let than me this, ask about you. I know. I just like to know how you're you are. You're just so giving. I'm so you know? giving. And I'm now I'm concerned about this, whatever's <laughs> happening in my throat, so I don't know the answer to it. But you did. You are going rogue. You said before we started, I don't have a water, but I think I'll be okay. I know. And instantly, instantly, your throat sounded weird. Karma. That's the definition <laughs> of karma. Right there. Okay. I'm well. Thank you for asking. Okay. Now, what are you fangirling over? Okay. I am fangirling over Rough Night. Ooh. I saw it last night. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't tell me what you thought of it. Yeah, because we were going to record. <laughs> so I'll talk about Don't it. Don't talk to me. We're going to talk for an hour okay. in a hot room. Is it the best movie? No. Okay. Is it better than Bridesmaids, as some people reported? No. Mm. Is it a fun time? Yes. <laughs> what makes it fun? Well, I have to say Kate McKinnon... Was amazing in it. Did you know that she nailed her Australian accent because she listened to podcasts? No. Yes, she like sought out a bunch of Australian podcasts and just like That's listened so to the people's voices. And also, Bo Burnham oh. had a small role as one of the groomsmen, uh-huh. and every time he spoke, it was funny. I don't know. I've seen him perform at Largo before, uh-huh. and it was funny, but I I don't know. I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> okay. By him in the movie. Um. The first 20 minutes of it, I was like, oh, no, this is, like, so predi- like predictable. Yeah. I see where this is going. Yeah, it's it's kind of predictable. But the second half of the movie, it, it's very funny. And it's something that if I had seen it as, like, a preteen or a teenager, uh-huh. I would have the movie memorized. Like, it's one of those movies you would have just purchased, hmm. well, for me, <laughs> and watch all the time. Um, did Alana write it? No. Oh, I no, she it's did. The guy, um, I can't think of his name. From he's in it, and he's in Broad City. Oh, okay. okay. And then uh, a woman who, like, they're in a relationship together, but she also writes on Broad City. They wrote it. Gotcha. So there's Broad City connection, but Alana did not write it. She okay. just stars in it. Um, so you would recommend it? Yeah, for like um, a fun, for a fun romp on like know? a five star. What would you give it? Like a three. All right, middle of the road. Yeah. All right. That's, like, I didn't I didn't expect fun. much going into it, I guess. Your expectations were low. Yeah. So they But I also was like, high. I need to see this as soon as it comes out. <laughs> yeah, you because I'm that person. <laughs> before it was released to, yeah. like, the general Thursday public. before Friday. <laughs> yes. Um, and I, there are so, mov- so many movies that I need to see, like, coming out. You just got, like, stressed about it. Yeah. Like, what else? Um, the Big Sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ginny Slate movie, Landline. Oh, yeah. Um... What else? Is that the one with uh, with uh, Chris Evans where they were no. dating? No. Nope. What's that one? I don't know. It didn't seem interesting to me. Mm. It's like a girl. There's a girl and a teacher. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Sofia Coppola's remake of The Beguiled Ooh. looks amazing. Obviously, I'm going to see The House. Oh, um, yeah. And then there's this Baby Driver movie. I don't know much about it, but everyone's losing their mind over it. It premiered this week. Well, I told you that... That was the coming out party for Patton Oswalt and his new 
girlfriend. I'm and so I happy. I started crying <laughs> just reading about the article. I was like, he found love. And I, as I think I've previously mentioned, I once saw him walking his eight-year-old daughter to school while I was driving and just started instantly crying in the car. I was like, I he's love been him so much. so much. Oh, and also um, I haven't seen Wonder Woman yet. I haven't it's either. not my genre, but mm-hmm. everyone says it's amazing. We should probably go see it. Okay. All right. What are you fangirling over? I Well, first of all, I have to... <laughs> This just happened. It was amazing. We had like a little brunch at work and we were sitting outside. It was v- weirdly hot. And but we had like pancakes, donuts, like it was heaven. I, yeah, I had both. And all of a sudden I look over and Natalie just goes, I'm eating syrup with a fork. <laughs> She's just like <laughs> eating straight out of the tiny little like smuckers syrup container, like with a fork. Not a great vehicle for eating syrup. No. But you were and happy I've been about eating it. well, so yeah, uh, you kind of came unhinged a little yep. bit there, but it was amazing. But I did run this morning, so you I was starving, <laughs> so I was a little out of control. You earned it. Um, one thing I'm fangirling, pre-fangirling, because it comes out today, is Glow on Netflix. Yeah. I'm so excited to watch it. Are you going to watch it? Yeah. I'm going, definitely going to watch it. I've been waiting for it for so months. You apparently told me that there's a documentary about it. I didn't remember that. So I need to watch. Should I watch that first, do you think? I haven't even seen it yet. I oh. just know it exists. So you're just telling but me But I facts. plan to watch it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, so for people that don't know what it's about, it's about like female wrestlers in the 80s. Very 80s. A lot of leotards. First of all, it's called Glow. Like, how am I not going to watch it? Second of all, Alison Brie is in it, who I adore. And then third, it's Jenji Cohen, who I don't watch Orange is the New Black, but I get it. But you trust it? I trust it. I trust her. I trust the vibe. She has purple hair. I'm into it. Um, So I'll report back. Do you know what Glow stands for? No. Did you just Google it? Yep. What is it? Gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Well, obviously now I'm extra in. <laughs> like, I just feel like there's going to be a lot of glitter and like cat fights and just drama. And it's going to be fun. But it's a comedy. Yeah. So I love a good Netflix comedy, too. Um, I think that's it, though. Those are my things. I publicly shamed you about your syrup eating. Great. Um, I'm good. Well, on that note, <laughs> should we get into our first back in the day, babe? Okay. Guys, uh, are we ready? I don't know. If I'm I don't ready. know. She requ- she's she requires a lot of yeah. reverence and respect. <laughs> she has been working for a while. Her entire life, actually. Yeah. Actually her entire life. Who are we going to talk about? Guys, today we're talking about one of our favorites, Christina Applegate. <sighs> Just <laughs> like the original queen and like honestly, I don't feel like she gets the respect she deserves. No. Like, people forget about her for some unknown reason. And I realized while researching this project uh-huh. that not one, but three things she's in solidified our friendship. Really? Yeah. What? Well, so... Should we wait or should I say what You should say it, Sam. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Obviously. Jesse and the sweetest <laughs> thing. Again, Jesse, no one talks about it. Great show. Two seasons. Amazing opening title credits. Do you remember, like, what was the first thing we bonded over? Hmm. That is a good question. I, I feel like I remember being at a Christmas, a work Christmas party with you. Yeah. And we were like, oh, my God, how have we not talked about this? And I don't remember what the thing is. I'm <laughs> sure it was a movie or, or a show. Busy Phillips or something. Um, anyway. Okay. 
Should we get into like her early career? Okay. First of all, she was born here. Born like, in Hollywood. Born in Hollywood. Like child star just waiting like, to happen. Yeah. Dad was a record producer. Cool. And mom, singer, actress. She was it was she destiny. Was, yeah. We had nothing else. In the family. And wasn't her like T V debut as like an infant or like she was on <laughs> like Days of Our Lives. Yeah, with her mom. Yeah. I mean, what more can you ask for? And then bottle commercials? Oh yeah, like, like play top baby. Oh yeah. That's one it's only a half step below Gerber baby. Yeah. If you're a bottle baby, and this is like what, nineteen seven like the seven late seventies? Yeah. Um, cause by the way, Miss Christina is mid forties and she looks great. Mm-hmm. Great, like way better than she did in anything like back in the eighties and nineties, in my opinion. Well, yeah, but did, <laughs> I think everyone who worked in the eighties and nineties looks better today. Yeah, that's probably true. Most makeup advanced, makeup advanced, lot of genre, plastic Ooh. surgery advanced. Let's be honest, <laughs> a lot of Botox, a lot of fillers, but those a lot ladies of casual right. Botox, casual Botox. Okay, so her film debut though, okay, is in a nineteen seventy nine movie called. Jaws of Satan. So right off the so bat, she's a child. Oh, she's like four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat, I'm like, this sounds like a movie I need to see. <laughs> Obviously. So first of all, this movie does not have a Wikipedia page. Oh, so it's not a popular. How do movie. we know it exists? <laughs> the internet. It's wait. So Google. wait. Is it Jaws of Satan? Like Jaws? Like the shark? Well, or, here. Okay. I found a description. Perfect. Someone wrote it for me. Thank you. While being transported via train to a carnival, a king cobra is let out of its box by Satan, and it kills two railroad workers. The oh snake flees into the night under the influence of demonic powers. It eventually heads toward a small Alabama town ready to strike in the name of evil. <laughs> Guys, this sounds like an amazing movie. <laughs> what in the actual hell? Do you think we could find it? Yeah, probably. It's on 100%. the internet somewhere. So um, she's also in 1981 Beatlemania TV movie as a young Grace Kelly. Oh, like consistently getting work. Yeah, because she was probably a beautiful baby child. I mean, Hollywood, and Hollywood baby, clearly, <laughs> clearly, uh, just destined for greatness. And then, but then she also did some like casual TV work, right? Yeah, as you do. Yeah, right. A little Charles in charge. A little Silver Spoons. Uh, Heart of the City. Don't remember that. She was actually cast. It wasn't just a one episode. Oh. But I don't think that show did well. Mm, I think we would remember it also if it did Also Family well. Ties. Really? Mm-hmm. So that now we're moving into like teen years of, yeah. of Christine. So she was out there working. Oh, yeah. The world didn't really notice her until Married with Children. Did you watch Married with Children? Not really. Okay. So one, it was on forever too long but I think. two it made fox like literally without it without it and the simpsons like we wouldn't have fox and honestly i kind of think fox was like all right we'll keep giving you guys seasons because you did us a solid back in the I 80s know. i don't want to say it's lowbrow but is but it, it was like low intentionally lowbrow low but it's like too much it's over the top for well, lowbrow yes yeah, a little bit it was a little on the nose I distinctly remember sneaking it. Again, remember I was a Ooh. TV hoarder. Yeah. And I would, in the summer, I would weirdly like sleep on our like sleep out couch. I don't know. Yeah, it's fun. It's a yeah, fun it was thing like a to thing. do. But we had a TV in that room and I didn't have a TV in my room because my parents didn't believe in that. And 
So then I would like really quietly like put the television on and watch <laughs> Married with Children because my mom thought it was total trash because she probably thought it was real lowbrow. But I kind of loved it. But then the second it was over, Fox went dark. Like it went to the color bars or like the fuzz because oh. it, there was no more programming because that was like the beginning of Fox. They had like four shows. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. So I remember that and I remember just feeling like. I was doing something bad because I was watching Mary. Yeah. But I think the women on that show were the takeaways. Yeah. For me. I agree. I always feel like, well, Marcy, they're like sort of. The neighbor. Yeah. She was like a feminist before that was even like really like people talked about it. Yeah. it was. I mean, it's a good show, but I don't think it needed to be on for 11 seasons. No. Okay. Christina Applegate played Kelly Bundy, the Mm -hmm. daughter. For 11 years. Yeah. You're playing like a ditzy older daughter for 11 years. And the character doesn't get to grow at all. No, she doesn't really evolve at all. She gets cuter and like less kind of trashy. But but it's more like she's going with the trends. Yes. Because you can't tell me she doesn't look so cool when she's trashy. Oh, my God. When she has those leather jackets and like the teased out bangs. Yeah. First of all. Do you believe that you need to be smart to play someone dumb? Because mm. this, this comes up a lot. Like a lot of people, because um, like Ellie Kemper, for example, mm-hmm. Kimmy Schmidt, but you know, even on The Office when she was, I can't blanking on her character's name, but she's like an Ivy League educated woman. And she typically tends to play characters that are not as smart or immature or something like that. And there's kind of this theory that it's like, in order to play dumb believably, you actually have to be very smart. That could be true. I feel like timing, you know, timing is everything. A little bit. So you got to get it right. Well, and it's like in that uh, the Jane Mansfield podcast we were just listening to. Like she was super smart, college educated, and she was like, I'm going to be the I'm, dumb blonde. I'm going to be the dumb blonde. So I think it's like because you're kind of <laughs> controlling that image. And if you actually are the dumb blonde, you don't. You have no self-awareness at all. And you don't want to be a dumb blonde. (laughs) Yes. Um, But she was definitely defined by that blonde hair. And the show thrived because of it. Well, didn't every single time she would walk in the door, there was always like a woo. Okay. (laughs) Guys, on YouTube, there is a five-minute montage of every time Kelly Bundy comes through the door. And... One, it's just fun to see the fashion of all. Well, and like watch her like kind of age. Yeah. Because she was like a teenager when the show started. And it ends in what, 97? 90, yeah, like 98, mm-hmm. 99. So like she's that. definitely older. Uh-huh. Um, two, it's to the song Ragdoll by Aerosmith for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> it's a good time for five minutes. <laughs> like, think of how much time it must have taken that person to make a five-minute YouTube video. She goes through that door so many times. So many times. Every time people... It's, it's insane. They yell because it was a multi-cam show. It was in yeah. front of a studio audience, so it's you like know. like one of three sets. <laughs> yeah, so there's a bunch of horny dudes in the audience being like, woo! Yeah. <laughs> Every I single mean, time. All the girls did that to... Joey Lawrence on Blossom too. Yeah, we can't shit on it. Um, didn't she also? She she had she didn't have high aspirations for like what she wanted to be. No, in she life. was in like a music video that one time. Mm-hmm. I love video. I love Vixen. that part though. Video that um, she was like a talk show host. Yeah, at one point she was a waitress for a while. And um, I feel like there's rumors that she was a prostitute, like or on a sex show? worker. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think there might just have been jokes. And they I don't know. The jokes were really. Mean sometimes, I think. They're in Illinois, yeah? I don't know. I think so. I think they are. Um, 
So she's, I mean, she's on this show. Like, consistent paycheck. Oh, my gosh. And that's, like, when TV money was, like, a money. Yeah. Like, And it's money. multicam, so you're doing, like, you're in a consistent routine. Yeah. This, you, this gave her the freedom to do other things. To make some real gems. To make one of our favorite films. Are you going to talk about Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter said? Yes. Okay, but before we talk about Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter said, by the way, very hard to get out quickly. Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter said. Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter said. Can we talk about Dance Till Done? Okay. You have not seen it. I have not, but it is also on YouTube. I need to watch it. I was hoping to watch it before this. Didn't happen. I literally don't expect anyone in the world (laughs) to have seen this movie. I'm sure people have. Matthew Perry is in it, right? Everyone who was on television in the late 80s or 90s is in this movie. Like Tempest Bledsoe, Alyssa Milano, Kelsey Grammer, Matthew Perry, Christina Applegate. Like it, the list just goes on and Alan Thicke is in it. Like on and on and on. I also think it might have been a made-for-TV movie. But... I distinctly remember walking those rows at Blockbuster. Back My favorite in the day. kind of memories. Yep. Got upsold on the key art for this VHS. <laughs> and I was like, hmm, this looks like a prom high school movie with some people that I recognize. I am in. Anyway, so she plays the super popular, like, bratty girl. They have their prom. She has the prom theme, and the theme is Paris and Puce. Puce is a color, it's like a pink. That's like, um,. Oh, shoot. Steel Magnolias? Yes, exactly. What are the colors? Yeah. Um, Puce? Yeah. That's going to kill me. Um, It's, (laughs) I don't know, it's just campy 80s delight. I can't wait to watch it. It's, you know, it all centers around a school dance. Like, it's everything that I love. And at one point, (laughs) one thing I remember is that they're talking disparagingly about some girl, and they're, like, calling her a slut, but they don't call her a slut. They just say that she has a mattress strapped to her back. And I was like... (laughs) Why did this not catch on as slang? Like, holy. A slang. That's like, so difficult to just say as slang. Well, whatever. But I highly recommend it. Check it out on YouTube. You watch it. Now I have to rewatch it again. Okay. okay. Now we the can real talk about business. Yes. When do you remember watching it for the first time? That's the thing I don't remember. Really? It's just and been I a part of you? And I think it's because this was a movie put out by HBO. They wanted to do motion pictures. Yes. and. It didn't do that well, so it was always being aired on HBO. So I think that's how Hmm. I saw it. It's either that or like a video store. I mean, it's definitely a cult classic. Do you? Why don't you describe the plot for our? I don't know of our listeners who hasn't seen it, but maybe. I'm disappointed in you (laughs) if you haven't. Okay, so a mother goes out of town. Leaving her... Like, to Australia. Yeah, leaving her four kids. She goes halfway around the world. <laughs> what, what kind leaving of mom are you? Leaving four kids to a babysitter who's straight-up evil. And old. And she dies. She dies. And Sue Ellen, Christina Applegate, um, she's a teen, a really cool teenager. Super cool. Even though her she, name is Sue Ellen. Yeah, she decides to take charge. They're not going to tell anyone. She's going to get a job. Mm-hmm. Like, in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. And she doesn't go and, like, flip burgers. No. <laughs> she starts working professionally. Like, she's in the wear, office. She has to wear a suit. She wears her mother's clothes. Yeah. Um, but so, 
every single time I talk about and think about Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, this is how I knew the definition of petty cash. Because she just like has a drawer full of cash. She has like a lockbox. And she doesn't really understand how petty cash works. And I was like, oh, this is just a thing. You show up to work someday and somebody's going to give you a lockbox of money. Um, and so that's how I know what it's petty cash is all about. It's funny because I can't hear petty cash without thinking of you. <laughs> And this movie. <laughs> I mean, how many times have you thought about petty cash in your life? Not <laughs> like, that many. This many times. But I feel like I've noticed it more since you've told me that information. <laughs> You're welcome, I guess. But the the main takeaway from this movie is one line. Mm-hmm. I'm right on top of that rose. Right on top of that rose. Oh, one more thing. And this is so important. Whenever we're not alone or I'm on the phone and I ask you something, doesn't matter what it is, you always say, I'm right on top of that, Rose. Okay? Okay. Welcome aboard, sweetie. Thank you. It's the best. <laughs> I mean, but so she's, this is, what. when does this movie come out? 91? Mm-hmm. So she's really only been on, she's been on Married with Children for like two or two three years. years. Yeah. But she's a thing. Yeah. Um, but this, probably she felt like this was going to be her big breakout and then it didn't do so well. But over time, it has become it has a become behemoth. iconic. Um, and she told, she talked to BuzzFeed about it, right? Because people I'm sure. Oh yeah, there's a really great article on BuzzFeed that's like the history of this movie. The oral history. And of... why it's a cult classic. Did she say anything interesting? I do have a quote actually. Ooh. Um, I think people could really relate to Sue Ellen. She was kind of pissed off. She was not doing great in school, not participating in her family so much. She was relatable to a lot of teenagers who feel like the burden of the world is on them. They're so dramatic about everything, and I think in her success there's hope, she added. These characters give kids hope, and I think that's thematically uh, what you walk away from believing and sensing and seeing. I think what you also— What an optimistic view of this movie. And I also think, like— what you walk away from is like she, you know, she throws this huge party. Like she basically, she's a she's a boss, and I think she doesn't understand before this that she's capable of so much. And you kind of realize that it's like just because you're young or just because like you're still in high school, like you have the capability to kind of do whatever you want, like if you put your mind to it. Yeah. Um, and oh, so. and I think we need to mention this is off topic of the movie, but at this point, 1991, she's already dated. Brad Pitt. Oh my God. Richard Grieco. And is dating um, Nuno Bentoncourt from the band Extreme. I don't know who he is, but he's a babe. You know that. You know the, their song. We'll play it later. I don't want to hear it. That's fine. Don't ruin the. No, no, don't no. ruin his they attractiveness. Like, no, for no, me. no. They were like a heavy metal band, but then they have this one song, More Than Words, that's like acoustic guitar that everyone knows them for. And they're like, this isn't us, but it's like a huge hit. Anyway. <laughs> Um, she no, but babes. Oh my gosh, we have to post the photos of her and Brad Pitt. By the way, you were like, I got distracted for twenty minutes down this like babe train. Yeah, this babe oh, train God. of Christina Applegate. Um, so one of the most shocking things, and I think something that very few people know about Christina Applegate. This is now my favorite fact about Christina Applegate. Christina Applegate was one of the founding. Members of the Pussycat Dolls. I'm going to bang my head on a table. Shock. I love it so much. Shock and awe. Um, okay, so Robin Anton, who creates the Pussycat Dolls, um, was living with her? Yeah, with they Chris- were roommates in L.A. In, like, the mid-90s. And 
Robin wanted to do like, you know, a modern burlesque troupe, okay. as one does. As one does. And the routines were created in Applegate's little studio space that she had. And also, fun fact, um, Pussycat Dolls showed Johnny Depp the routines at the Viper Room. To, and, You're you know. just saying so many 90s things, it's I unbelievable. Know. Oh, speaking of the Viper Room. Oh, yeah. She was there the night that River Phoenix died, yeah, right? Yeah, Christine Applegate was there. And she saw him have his seizures. Bringing this back full circle on the Hollywood death tour, you sit in front of the of the Viper Room and you listen to the 911 call that Joaquin makes and it's the worst oh thing God. I've ever heard. What if it was Christine Applegate that made that call? Oh. <gasps> I'm sweating. Anyways, um, back to Pussycat Dolls. On a lighter note. <laughs> okay. I don't want to get Other than the Hollywood too upset. Um, so, and then the rest was history. Pussycat Dolls became Pussycat Dolls. Do they I, still exist? Unfortunately, no. I don't mm. think so. I think they... Do they still do a show once in a while, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. I loved the Pussycat Dolls competition show. Oh. It was like America's Next Top Model, but it was the Pussycat Dolls. Okay. And the winner got to be in the band or the group. Uh-huh. And that winner did not last long in the group. Oh. It was drama. Tension. Um, I mean, yeah, Nicole Scherzinger, she really took them took them to the top. Like, people knew. <laughs> people knew who they were. Yeah, can you name the other ones? Nope. Nope. Christine right. Applegate. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Founding member. Um, also, fun little side trivia. She auditioned to be Rose in Titanic. Could you imagine? No. I can, I can see it if Leonardo DiCaprio also was not cast. Who would have been the Leo part? Would have been a real different who movie. Who else is super 90s? Um, hmm. That's a good question. What if it was like Johnny Depp? It's like just a totally I don't di- hate it. different movie. Um, yeah, it's like a real rock and roll Titanic. <gasps> oh, did we just write? Oh, we, are we fan fictioning? This is Titanic. a movie I would love to see. Right now we are creating fan rock fiction. Rock opera Titanic. Write it. I think we're doing it. Um, okay, so we right now we're around 95, 96, 97. So Married with Children is wrapping up. Starting it's time to. for her to move on. She's an adult she, now. She's not a ditzy blonde. She's Shh. much more than that. No. So what is what happens? Jesse is created. Um, for those of you who don't know, it's a TV show about a single mother mm-hmm. raising her son in Buffalo, New York. Yes. And I feel like Marn and I are the only two people in the world who loved it. Two seasons, yes? Yeah. Uh, not fair. Un- unfair. We needed more of And Jessie. her love interest in that show is the voice of Prince Naveen and Princess and the Frog. <laughs> and I recognized it immediately. Really? That's the guy from Jesse. <laughs> um, yeah, you also showed me the um, title credits the other day, the song. It's like so... So late 90s. So late 90s, very bright Very and catchy, vibrant. too. Yeah, it was, it was a great show. And I remember being like, this is up her alley. She's This was a show my part. mom liked a lot, too. Oh, she, really? She still talks about there's a flashback in one of the seasons of Christina Applegate when she's pregnant and she's about to go to a Guns N' Roses concert and does an Axl Rose dance uh-huh. with a huge belly. Yeah. My mom loved it. <laughs> she's like, Great comedic work, Christina. <laughs> this TV is made for me. Um, so after two seasons of Jesse, so first of all, let's just talk about she has to be at this point like F you rich right yeah because it's like you've worked for 11 seasons of a show that you're probably made i mean it's probably 
it was one of the highest rated shows on television. I'm sure they were making insane money. And then you go on and you make, you just keep working for another two years. Like you have no break. And so she's got to just be like it's rolling like in a- it. Kaylee Cuoco. Oh my God. Consistent work. Well, Johnny Galecki, same thing from Roseanne to Big Bang. Like those people just have not stopped working and on seriously popular shows. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. And on Big Bang, they're making like a million dollars an episode. They show up for like six hours a week. Like it's it's crazy. Give me that. So mad. So mad. Um, So now we're into the 2000s. It's a joyous time. Where we're, we're given our third gift. The sweetest thing. Okay. Did you not tell me that this movie was like very poorly received? <laughs> I did tell you that. I don't understand why. I think well, I think it's in the same vein as Rough Night. It's just a fun movie. There's inside jokes, you know, yes. it's not for everyone. No, just yesterday I said aloud, it's Jesus. We both did. Look, <laughs> yes. it's Jesus. We quote this movie on the regular. So two fun facts, personal fun facts about me and the sweetest thing. Every single night in college when I lived with one of my best friends, Mary, we would watch The Sweetest Thing before we went out. Like it was like part of the routine. It had to be on when we were getting ready. Like it was like set the tone for the night. I love that. It was a thing. The other fun fact, sort of embarrassing, in my first professional job interview, my the CEO of the company, it was a small company, but still nonetheless, asked me what my favorite movie was. And I said this. And then it was like one of those things where it's like, oh, don't look it up. Don't watch it. Like, you know too much yeah, like, about not me. right now. Yeah, like, why couldn't I just said Shawshank Redemption? Like, everyone else, I had to say the sweetest thing. And I was like, panicked that it was going to cost me the job. But I got it. So it was fine. Oh, they must have liked the movie. <laughs> they must have liked it. I remember, when did this come out? 2002. So I'm in... Junior high. Ugh, woof. I remember <laughs> not being allowed to go see it in theaters with my friends. And I definitely didn't see it in theaters. I like discovered it later. Yeah. yeah. So I had to see it later on too. Selma Blair is in this movie. I mean, guys, it's it's Christina Applegate, Cameron Diaz, and Selma Blair. And Jason Bateman. And Jason Bateman and Thomas Hung is the main They're, guy. The friendship between Christina Applegate and Cameron Diaz is my favorite thing. Aspirational. Yeah. I relate to it. Yeah. The way they meet on the sidewalk and they're just dancing. Well, and then she must be married at this time because Jonathan, is it Sheik? Is that how we say it? Sheik? Sheik? Her husband? Yes. He is so in this. Jimmy from that thing you do. Jimmy. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't know his real name. Um, he is in this movie as well. For like a scene where they're just like, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? That's all that <laughs> I happens. Love it. In the entire, in the entire scene. Um, but so from there, then she starts kind of like, well, she's Rachel's sister. Yeah. When did Friends end? Mm, 2004. Really? Yeah. Maybe <laughs> you're just shocked by that. Um, so she's one of Rachel's sisters. Yeah, Reese, Rachel has two sisters. And her other sister is Reese Witherspoon. Amazing. Of course. Way to go, the cast of Friends. And then she's an anchorman, which I feel like for a lot of people felt random. Did you feel that way? Yeah, it was almost like a rediscovery of Christine Applegate for a lot of people. And, oh, by the way, she won an Emmy for Friends. (laughs) Like, her guest appearances. She is great on Friends. She's really great on Friends. But, so she, if you didn't see The Sweetest Thing and you hadn't watched Jessie... You really haven't seen Christina Applegate for maybe like four years. 
So it probably does feel a little like out of nowhere that she's cast in Anchorman. But she's amazing. Yeah. She hung with all those boys. She was super she, funny. She owned it. You know? She owns that movie for sure. And then she takes a a Broadway turn. No? Yeah. She was supposed to be in Sweet Charity and then she broke her foot. Poor girl. Guys, can we just and talk about- And then I think she went back. The but. talent. Like- what, what can't she what do? What can't she do? <laughs> right? Like, she's a comedian. What actress. can't she do? Let's talk about one of my favorite things. Okay. She starred in the Jessica Simpson 2006 music video for Public Affair. I'm sorry, what now? Do I you not know this video? I don't think so. <gasps> I'm going to faint. <laughs> um, it's at the Moonlight Rollerway where I saw Alicia Silverstone. Okay. All comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Jessica Simpson. I'm literally closing my eyes Christina trying to Applegate. Are they like buds? Like Eva Longoria. The... What? And who is the fourth one? Hmm. I'm having a blank. Um, I also, feel like Andy Dick is in it. Of course. Why wouldn't he be? It's very of the time. I feel like this is probably around the time, too, when Ken Pavis was like doing all of their hair. Like he oh, was like a celebrity. Christina Milian is the fourth girl. Is this like a... Moulin Rouge sort of situation? They're just having a good time. Okay. They go, pull up in a limo, roller skate. <laughs> I don't know. I've always been obsessed with this video. Are they themselves or are they like supposed to just be like a girl gang? I think they're just supposed to be a girl gang. Okay. Well, we're going to need to watch it as soon as we finish this recording because I'm very interested. Um, so now, what year is it? That's 2006? Yeah. So right after this, Samantha Who comes out. Which is a show Amarn and I are not familiar with. I've seen an episode here and there. I'm aware of it. Yes, I'm aware of it as well. But my roommate Roger loves this show. Lives. He has seen the whole thing two or three times. He's made me sit down and watch a couple episodes, like to try to get me into it, Uh which I enjoyed it, but it wasn't a show that I was had to binge. Right. He pitched you. Um so I asked him if he would record a message to explain why he loves the show. And boy, did he deliver. He delivered. Okay, I'm going to play it. Oh, Samantha who? God damn it. I, I just love it. I love it so much. I have so many feelings. They're so overwhelmingly, absurdly positive. Um, I understand that was not everyone's experience. Uh, I mean, it did get canceled. So, but I just, oh, I made a bullet-pointed list to try and keep this as simple as possible, but these are the things I loved most about the show and Christina Applegate and everybody involved. Amnesia curls. 14 telephone poles. A terrible best friend played to perfection by Jennifer Esposito. Melissa fucking McCarthy. Every scene she's in, if it's in the background, if it's in the foreground, if she's to the left, if she's off screen, she was great. I loved her so much. The eldest brother from Seventh Heaven, Barry something. I Googled it. I've forgotten. Anyway, was I attracted to him? Probably. I mean, rewatch it. It's great. I love it. Frank. Oh, there was a doorman. Her doorman's name was Frank. He was kind of this outside perspective within the show, so he understood all of this was nonsense, but he still, I don't know, he was very much part of it. It was this self-aware thing that became a cliche with like glee and Degrassi where you just want to like gouge your own eyeballs out but it was just really like earnest and you could tell like they got it they understood what you understood and it was just really super great 
Um, Christine Applegate is a perfect person. She does no wrong. I love her so much. And yeah, just this idea of reinvention. Um, what a premise. Like, you meet this woman, she's coming out of uh, a coma, and she's got amnesia, and she's slowly starting to figure out who she is through these flashbacks and through interactions with her friends and family and coworkers. And you start to figure out that, like, through these glimpses into her old life, her, her relationships, her job, her debt, all of this kind of describes this person that she used to be, and it's wildly unflattering. And still you root for her. Like, you want her to be better because we want to be better, you know? Like, we've all made decisions that maybe, like, led us down a path that we weren't, we're not proud of. But I don't know. There's something about this idea that you can actively make changes to better yourself, no matter the circumstance. And it, there's still enough time. Your life doesn't have to be this gilded cage that you've locked yourself away in. You can always work towards becoming the best version of yourself. And I don't know, give me all that. And I was just laughing the whole time. And it was so wonderful. And it meant so much to me. It means so much to me. It's on Hulu. I love it. Ugh. Bye bye. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. That's all I got. Roger. Roger, we'll have you on the show you're soon. A dream. You're, you're a real dream. I feel the passion. I feel like, do I need to add it on my TV time list? Like, I'm like, yeah. How many seasons do we think? Two or three. All right. Yeah. Seems reasonable. Seems manageable. I'm going to try. I'm going to try the pilot just for Roger. I'm going to yeah. check it out. He will appreciate it. <sighs> and then things take a little bit of a turn for our gal. She got sick. Not good. It was not great. So 2008, she gets breast cancer. And she was all over the news. I remember that. Yes. So, and this was kind of early on too, right? Because she found out she had the breast cancer gene. Mm -hmm. And this was kind of at the beginning. You know, this is pre-Angelina Jolie. This is like pre-all of that stuff. Because her mother had breast cancer right. too, right? And so she like caught it really early. But it kind of started this conversation about, like, this is a thing. Like, there is this breast cancer gene. Like, people knew about it. And she did decide to have a double mastectomy instead of, like, radiation. And beforehand, she made sure to have a nude photo shoot done I mean, from every angle. Just, like, how amazing. Just get it. Like, I mean, like, I want to remember this. Totally. I would want to remember it, too, if I looked like Christina Applegate. would be like, yeah, sure, great. Yeah, and her mom um, had a mastectomy in the 70s. So she was terrified because she thought it was going to look a little butchered. Mm. Like, that's know, really sad. 70s. But... She came out, okay, and she went on Oprah. She talked about it. As one does. Well, yeah. I mean, Oprah is where you go when you need to air your stuff. But it really did. It kind of, like, exposed this. It, like, you know, opened up the conversation. It, like, made a lot of other women feel better in their choices. Like, she really became kind of an advocate. So, again, it's like if you look at 15-year-old Christina Applegate playing this super blonde, ditzy idiot on television to her in the late 2000s yeah being like a role model what <laughs> like that's amazing <laughs> you know unfortunately it took this incident with cancer to kind of like get her there but I think it was a really important moment for her as well as like her career and who she was and like how people saw her yeah um but she didn't work for a little bit because of it um and then 
So late 2000s, we get into 2011, and she does this show, Up All Night. Did you watch it? Yes. I loved it. It was on NBC. Will Arnett's in it. My Rudolph was in it. Mm-hmm. I thought it had potential. It had great potential. It was very funny. Um, and this was Maya Rudolph pre-Bridesmaids? Yes. Okay. So Bridesmaids came out. Maya Rudolph blew up. Yeah, obviously. Um, she should. Yeah. Um, Why didn't she blown up before that? She was amazing on yeah, SNL. I know. Crazy. Um, but she does her wedding. Lauren Michaels, <laughs> Lauren Michaels produced the show. So he was like, hey, let's give Maya a bigger role. Oh, so mm-hmm. the show was kind of shifting right from the start. Mm. And it just became a hot mess. Like changes kept happening. Yeah. And they had because the premise was that they had like a brand new baby. That's the like up all night. And then Maya Rudolph is also like a late night host. Um, and Christina Applegate is her like main producer. Um, it was two seasons. They were going to do a third. A lot of weird things. It was going to go from being like a single camera show to a multi-cam no. show, which I don't even know how that's that possible. Ruined it. Ruined it. Everyone kind of was like a little over it. All the sort of confusion, and unfortunately, it didn't last. Yeah, it was that too long. much drama. Plus, Christina Applegate got the opportunity. To do Anchorman too, yeah. Which also, unfortunately, not as good as Anchorman. Not as good. I don't even really remember it. I saw it. Don't really remember it. See, yeah. And, I mean, our there girl was something deserves better. in like an igloo mm-hmm. at one point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our girl deserves better <laughs> than that. Um, but so, like, what's she doing now? Uh, I don't. I'm hesitant to say. Because you don't want to divulge, or because again on because the same, she it's deserves vacation better. and bad moms, and they're not great. So, vacation. <laughs> I started to watch on a plane. I got five minutes in. Oh no! I didn't even get to my girl. Like, didn't even see her, and I was like, Mm-mm, "I'm. I can't do this movie." And I love, like, Christmas Vacation. I love all the vacation movies. And I was just like, no, Ed Helms. I saw no. Bad Moms in theaters. Oh, you did? I will admit it. You supported, you support. That was also, like, <sighs> it was Mila Kunis. Yeah. Yeah. And Kristen Bell. Oh, see, so many good. And Katherine Hahn. That's why I saw it. Oh, because of Katherine Hahn? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I understand that. She's a, she's a real gem, too. She's one of my favorites. Um, So she's maybe <clears throat> made, or, I mean, you could... We could go down this rabbit hole, right? She's either made some lackluster choices or, unfortunately, she's at a point in her career where she's just not being offered quality material, which is I bullshit. Think that. You think that? Mm-hmm. Or is that, what you're, is that what you're choosing to think? That's or what I'm choosing. I've okay. chosen. Um, yeah, it's a little unfortunate because it doesn't really feel like her career sort of recovered after she was sick. Which was now almost 10 years ago. Oh, she did do that movie I thought was cute uh, with Drew Barrymore and Justin Long when they were together. Oh. It's like going the distance or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I liked her in that. Here's my thing, though. I want her back on TV. I need Christina Applegate in my life on a day-to-day basis. Like, I love her movie work. Some of my favorite stuff. A day-to-day basis. I want... She does, like, the fourth hour of the Today Show. That would be amazing. That would I be would amazing. We should pitch that. She'd get Kathy Lee out of there. She'd be great with Hoda. Oh. <laughs> she would be so good. I, I have strong feelings about the Today Show, and that blew my mind. 
Um, yeah, I feel like, and she has a personality. She's sort of a bullion. Like, she's fun. She's smart. I want her more in my life. Yeah. Oh, we should mention she had a child and got married. Oh, yes. After we went through the majority of her of her dating history, we did not mention that she also dated Christian Slater. Yeah. Who was like, I loved Weird. I tell, why is it weird? I don't know. I Everyone don't, loved him. I don't him. get him. Yeah. He made this movie, he made cuffs with a K, really stuck with me. <laughs> and I just thought he was like kind of a dreamboat. I don't know. He's sort of in the same vein as like a Johnny Depp, Luke Perry situation. It was all that kind of like me or like bad boy situation I, going I on. I get it. Raspy. Just not into it. So she, she got married to. Your boy from uh, that thing you do, and then they yep. were married for six years. Unfortunately, get, it did not work out. It didn't work out. They get divorced, but she is now remarried to the bassist of Porno for Pyros, mm-hmm. and they had a child together named Sadie, and they're still together. Yeah, and so Sadie was born in 2011. Sadie's like around up all night. Yeah, so it was real. It was. <laughs> That's a lot up of drama. All night was real, real for her at that point. She really was up all night. Um, so, yeah, maybe she's just living that mom life, which don't fault her for. She's no. probably got more money than she knows what to do with. Okay. At this point, like vacation, bad moms, all of this, does her babe status hold up? 100%. Yep, absolutely. Like, she's... In I said this I think at the top of the hour she is <laughs> the top much of the hour more babelicious than she was in the eighties and nineties yeah don't tell mom she's the wiser she's wiser she like really benefits even in don't tell mom the babysitter's dead when she like has her updos and she's wearing her mom's suits like she's way cuter than when she's just living her teen life you, you know think what I mean? she's cuter when she's a mature woman <laughs> yes i think age has done well for her she figured out your shit here's the thing here's the biggest lie that we're told right is that like youth is like the most attractive thing but the thing and you know it's like youth is wasted on the young like the older you get, you usually have a little bit more money. You can take better care of yourself. And one, you don't care what people think as much. And you just like know what works for you. Yeah. All those things came together for Christina. And now she's just hardcore babe. And it's just like, again, I need more of her in my life. Yeah, Should we tweet her? Let's call her up. Yeah. Let's call her up. We have to know someone that knows her. Yeah. We'll figure it out. But so back in the day, babe, current day, babe. Yep. I just want more of her. She's got it. Do you, would you rather see her being herself or being a character on like a sitcom? I would really like to see her be herself yeah. if that was possible. I know. Like some sort of daytime talk show <laughs> or like a... Give her a podcast. I was just going to say that. Give her a podcast. Like, I want to know what she has to say. I'm intrigued by Christina Applegate. Does think she want to be on our podcast? Think of the stories she must have. Like, Hollywood child baby to now. Like, original yeah. pussycat doll. Like, mind blown. Write a book. Write a book. Bu- Maybe she did. Maybe we should look it up. Yeah. <laughs> we should support. We should be a little <laughs> more supportive before we call for her to write her memoir. She's like, yeah, I did, bitches. Um, okay. Is that it? I, I mean, I could talk about her for a while, but now I just need to, one, I need to rewatch Dance Till Dawn. That's my number one plan. Your number one. I need to rewatch The Sweetest Thing for the one millionth time. Everyone kind of feels like that's a Cameron Diaz vehicle. I think 
It's for both, honestly. It's for both. Not so much Selma Blair, though. Um, no. How funny is it that there's that line that's like, these are the days of our lives, when <laughs> that's where she started. That's where she started. These are the days of her lives. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. These are the days of our lives. <laughs> In conclusion. In conclusion. Um, okay, so as always, guys, we want to know what you have to say about Christina Applegate. First of all, did you think she was a babe back in the day? I want to hear. It better from, be yes. I want to hear from some of our our fanboys on this. I know there's always controversy about who was a babe and who wasn't, but I think she was pretty pretty universal. Yeah. Also, she was hypersexual, so I feel like all boys were kind of like, "Ooh, what's oh, going on?" Oh, married with children. Yes, yeah. yeah, totally. So send us an email at hellofangirls at gmail.com. I assume you're going to post some amazing photos you on know Instagram. It. So you can follow us at Fangirl Fridays Podcast on Instagram. Find us on Facebook, or you can tweet us. Yeah, FGF Podcast. We want to hear from you. Also, if you want to like sign a petition for her to have a daytime talk show, let's we'll start sign it, it, guys. We'll start it. We'll sign it. We'll start it. We'll do all the things. All of the things. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we'll be back next week with our next Back in the Day Babe. Top secret information. Top secret. So until next time, guys. Bye. Fangirl Fridays is brought to you by TV Time. Download the TV Time app to track your favorite shows and join the fangirl conversation. And be sure to follow us at Natalie Burris and Maren Zabrowski.